0: Feel
2: it coming in
0: the air. Hear yeah. the screams from everywhere. Yeah. I'm addicted to the thrill. Ready. It's a dangerous Stop. love affair. Can't be scared when it goes down. Got a problem? Tell me Stop. now. Only thing that's on my mind is to this town and yeah.
3: Hey, welcome to the Kwame Sports Talk. We are live in the studio. It came so fast that we was in a uh, pretty good conversation. Iris came in here and tried to get it heated up, and I thought Deborah was going to referee, I but... I didn't know such thing. <laughs> hey, I can referee,
4: not a problem, guys. Okay,
3: yeah, we were <laughs> Back up in your corner. <clears throat> well, we were talking, we'd get right into it though, but, uh, we were talking about Mayweather, the fight. It was, um, it was a crazy fight. It was a crazy fight. Mayweather ended up winning. He did it within the rules, but to me, it was a cheap shot. It was dirty because I thought he was the better fighter. And I also didn't think he was hurting Ortiz as much as you thought he would be in that fight. He ended up winning with a TKO uh, after being headbutted in that round by Ortiz. And Ortiz headbutted him in the midst of the fight. Under, you know, he was, the adrenaline was going on. He was in the actions. He was in the midst of it. And he did it. It was dirty on Ortiz. They took two points away. Uh, he tried to make up. The referee stopped the fight. Tried to make it up, kissing him, Mayweather on the cheeks. But uh, well when they, when they referee called break and brought him back together, you can see that Mayweather was, had no intentions on apologizing to this guy or accepting the apology because he had his hands up, trying to push him away to get a good shot in it. Now it was, to me, it was dirty, but it was within the rules. And I don't, I don't know. And and then Alex says, uh, did you guys see the fight?
4: I didn't see the fight, no, mm-hmm. but I've read up on it. Oh yeah,
3: and they have a lot of clips out there. Yeah. They have a lot of clips, and then we can also add that Larry Merchant come in. If he was fifty years younger, <laughs> he would give him a run.
2: Yeah,
3: now I don't, I don't think he's fifty years younger. Nobody's beating this guy. And, and Alice, we was off the air. We was kind of going back and forth at it. Maybe, maybe not. But we, we were, we were talking about it. Yeah, that's fine. It's, <laughs> good, it's good stuff too. So it's not a. I mean, some, same thing. We gonna talk about on the air. Mm-hmm. Give me your take on it.
2: Um, yeah, it was cheap shot. I mean, that's it's pretty pretty cut and dry. Um, the referee did say, "What did he say?" He said, "Fighter." He said, uh, "Ortiz should have been ready in theory," right? But he, well, you got you got to wait. Give him give him two seconds to get to get his hands up before you just clock him. I mean, it, it was it was poor. It was just poor sportsmanship. So, and even at that level,
3: you got You got to have a little bit more gamesmanship than that. I agree, but that's that's Floyd Mayweather. That's yep. that's Money Mayweather. He's he's forty two and oh, nobody's beating him. They haven't been. That's the only fight that I can remember that some issue like that, that I would call dirty from that guy uh, happened. Yeah, maybe there's another fight. Maybe I didn't see all 42 of his fights, but he's a 42 and no, He's undefeated. Um, you be, be, be ready at all times to fight when you're in a box. Yeah, he the said ring.
2: that three times in the interview.
3: Well, you should. And, and OT said it also. Be ready to fight at all times.
4: And I agree, man. You should be ready to fight at all times. But it was a dirty shot. And my concern is, when you look at athletes that are supposed to be elite athletes, what do you want to be known for? You know, you want to be known for how great you really are. And now this has tarnished him. You know, what are they? What are we talking about? What is everybody else talking about? Which is the, you know, the BS way he went about this.
3: And and you you want to be known as one of the great uh, top athletes in the league. And and Alex and I were talking about this. You want to be known for playing the best, fighting the best. And, and there's a lot of talk about uh, Pacquiao now. Uh, Ortiz, he told Ortiz he can get a rematch. So he feel like coming off that two-year hiatus, Mayweather has, that uh that was just a tune-up for him. And maybe he'd need another tune-up before he get to Pacquiao. Both of these guys are getting on him. Mayweather took a two-year uh, layoff. Do you think Pacquiao is the next fight? And if Pacquiao, why Pacquiao. everybody wants to see that fight when Mayweather's is 42-0? He doesn't need that fight.
2: He doesn't need that fight, but he's got to prove to the American public now. I mean, I—he hasn't fought really anybody now. He needs to fight Pacquiao to to instill his legacy, because now he has the legacy of Mike Tyson biting off a uh, Holyfield's ear. Like, you forgetting he, he got headbutted? No, no, I know, I understand, but that's fine. Dirty, take the two points, win the round, and continue.
3: Yeah, well, he would. have... Okay. And he was
2: winning the fight at that point, anyways. So, and he's not really a knockout fighter. He wins fights. He wins long fights. That's why he's he needs to fight Pacquiao.
3: That's he, my bottom line. He wins fights because he's better than everybody that gets in the ring with him. He wins fights because he's quicker and faster. He He's too brash for me, but that's who he is. I, I wouldn't take that away from him. Then he gets in the ring and he's somebody else. Now he doesn't have what he does best, and he loses fights. This guy's forty two forty two 42-0. Pacquiao's already been knocked out. I wouldn't say Mayweather, Mayweather hasn't fought anybody. I would say that Pacquiao fought everybody that he's already beat up. Mm-hmm. Maybe. <laughs> and he doesn't need this fight. Mayweather gets 100% of his, uh, tickets. He got the, uh, 24 7. If you guys watch that, uh. HBO's making money off him. He gets, he has a 24 7. His, uh, tickets at the, uh, um, MGM or wherever he's fighting, he gets 100% of that. Pacquiao gets 60, 70% of his money.
2: If he wants, if he wants to be remembered as a fighter and not the guy that took the cheap shot, like, Like Mike Tyson with Evander Holyfield. Mike Tyson was one of the most prolific uh, golfers, uh, boxers ever. But people remember him nowadays for biting the ear and going crazy after. Uh, Unfortunately. People that aren't as in-depth in sports. And this it might happen with Mayweather if he doesn't do something about it.
3: But you know, everything happens. Uh, you know, things that happen in your life cause you to be a certain a person or a different person. When Mike Tyson lost Cus D'Amato, he was falling apart. Then he started visiting clubs and getting in trouble. He started drinking. Then Mike Tyson goes to China and loses to Buster Douglas. Mm-hmm. It was over for Michael Tyson. Mm-hmm. He's never lost a fight, so his mental... Debbie, uh, you can elaborate on this. Yeah, His mental was... He, he didn't know... He was searching that. He didn't know what was going on. I've never lost a fight. Guy beat me up that shouldn't even been in the ring with me.
4: That's the thing. You start on that downward spiral. Mm-hmm. You know, it's going down the rabbit hole, and, and how do you stop it? If you haven't been trained to know how to, you know, deal with the mental and emotional aspect of it, man, you're just... You know, you're toast, and it's tough to get back up when you get to that point. Right. The other thing I wanted to comment on is when you mentioned, uh, you know, you've got to be yourself in the ring, you know, or in any sport, and I agree with that. He's a, you know, uh, is a tough fighter, and he needs to bring that every time that he's, you know, in the ring. He doesn't need to bring the the foul, dirty play
3: with it because he's good enough without that. He is good enough, and um, and just like the referee and Alex mentioned, it, he took the two points. Well, they could have took two points from, from Mayweather. Mm-hmm after that uh, blow, but the referee called, and we forgetting that you can hear it, that he said, uh, fair uh, fight. Right. He had cleared it. Ortiz said he heard it. Then Ortiz was knocked So he was knocked out. Then he come back and say, well, at least I thought I heard it.
4: Yeah, we said box on. Yeah.
3: And, and in, in that sport, and you talk about all the other sports that we talk about on the show, uh, football with the uh, concussions and stuff like that, baseballs getting thrown at it the head. Some pitchers throw at the head intentionally. They intentionally throw at the head. But you talk about the concussions and the injuries that these guys get. Uh, I think the referee could have stayed between those two a lot longer. Mm-hmm. Uh, sure. I think one of the Alex' points, because of the concussion, because of being hit in the head like that, we, we saw there's quite a few fighters that lost their lives in the ring because of the uh, pounding to their brain. Yeah,
2: it's right. Like, and it's like you can have a do-over in <laughs> boxing. It's not like Victor Ortiz can get back up after getting knocked Knocked down hard, and continue to fight. Right. I mean, that's why he got away with it, because he was the one that took the last dirty blow. He ended up winning the fight because of it.
3: And, yeah. we, and we saw a lot of fighters uh, get knocked down three times, come back, win a fight. Uh-huh. It's just some guys get stronger, some guys get weaker as the fight goes on.
4: Yeah, absolutely. And that's, like, as you mentioned earlier, you know, the referee could have had better control over the fight in order to make sure that it was a more fair fight You know, and
3: everybody could be at their best. Right. I, I would like to see a, a rematch, because I'm a Mayweather fan. Although he's he's somewhat crazy you guys watch 24/ seven mm-hmm. this guy's crazy mm-hmm. he's crazy but there are a lot of geniuses that are crazy. Well, he goes from
4: screaming and hollering to crying. So, I mean, he's, he's on an emotional roller coaster as it is. So let's put him in a
3: ring and let him fight somebody. I just wish he had several the relationship. Not severed, uh fixed the relationship that he and his father has. But both of those guys are the same person. Mm-hmm. They're the exact same people. So they're not, they're not going to agree on a lot of things. And they haven't figured out that we're not going to agree on a lot of things. So right. we're going to argue all the time. But it's a, you, can, you can argue healthily.
4: Yeah, there's some other choices between just flat out arguing you can agree to disagree and still yeah. have a great conversation,
3: yeah, and then you got Roger Mayweather, his uncle uh that's in between us. he don't know which side. he's going to go with mayweather mayweather's putting the money in his pocket, but mm. you know go where the flow is, yeah, yeah, go go where the flow is, but his <laughs> yeah. brother is mayweather's dad, so yeah. I, I don't know and and then Roy, let's get into some football. this is enough <laughs> of this crap right here, we agree. To agree with me, hey, <laughs> except for the Larry Merchant thing, that's fine. Yeah, except for Larry Merchant. Larry Merchant's is an idiot. He does that with everybody. Yeah, you, I'm gonna, I'm gonna you, disagree with you. You like? Well, that's fine. That's what we all of us got our different opinions. <laughs> and I was gonna go to football, but let's get on Larry Merchant.
2: <laughs> <laughs> just, I just wanna talk for a second, because I mean, you and I. This is what we're talking about off air is that you and I come from different backgrounds. Like you, you were the player, and I've always been. The, an, uh, the analyzer
3: and the, and the fan. And I've always said that a fan or a sports analyst, that, uh, there are some coaches that never played the game, some of the greatest coaches in football, in the history of football. So I'm not saying you don't know what you're talking about. I'm no, just no, saying sure. no, for, no, I'm I, just I saying understand. from where, from where I'm coming from, from, from that other side that you just mentioned, uh, this is what it is. And you got a guy like Larry Merchant, going to tell this guy who's been boxing since he was 15, 13 years old.
2: Yeah. Well, and this is how I see it. Larry Merchant has been, Uh, Commentating on boxing for 33 years since 1978, Floyd Mayweather just turned 34. So the whole, the so the whole his whole life. Um, Larry Merchant has been watching, analyzing, talking about boxing. So it's not like this guy is a, you know a, a, a chump off the street. Right. And it's also if you're gonna if you're gonna make a name for yourself in the announcing world and the commentating world, you're gonna you're gonna cause waves. And if you've ever seen an announcer come up to come up to a fighter after a fight and say I kick your kick your butt you can if, curse. if I was fifty, years,
3: nobody's listening. Ass,
2: kick <laughs> your ass. Uh, fifty years ago, nobody's ever done this. This is why people know him. And this is why he gets he gets rises out of boxers. He Mayweather knew he did something wrong, and that was his and that was his retort was getting mad at the
3: person that called him out on it first. If Mayweather, well, let's let me um, talk about the merchant. I'm not saying he's he's not one of the greatest uh, commentators or uh, one of the better commentators in that sport. I'm just saying he's never been thrown had a punch thrown at him with right, boxing gloves right, on. Right, and that's the argument. I'm not saying he hasn't done. Uh, he haven't went 12 rounds with anybody professionally for him to say what this guy would have did. He haven't been in the heat of the battle and that's all I'm that's the side I'm coming from. Sure. You haven't been in the, a lot of things happen in the heat of the battle. I can talk about a football game today even though I played the game. I could talk about it sitting on my couch, but I'm not out there sweating, got to think real quick. Mm-hmm. I can think cuz there's an instant replay. Yeah, Floyd mm-hmm. Weather, Floyd Mayweather, retaliate. He's that type of guy. You 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 had but me. I'm thinking about getting you back. I'm not even thinking about boxing now. I'm thinking about fighting. But well, he's not it.
4: even thinking at all at this point. He's pure emotion. He's, he's sure just right, going yeah. survival right. mode, and he's just going to do whatever it takes to to protect himself. I've never mm-hmm. seen
3: Floyd Mayweather mm-hmm. bleed. I've never seen him bleeding in, in the ring. He was a little shocked that uh, he had blood coming from his mouth. He, mouth. He was tasting his own blood. Larry Merchant. Not saying he's not that guy, but he he does a lot of. I've watched him do a lot of after fights. I watched him. uh Find everything negative about somebody who does something well in their sport. He did the same thing with Roy Jones. Roy Jones used to get at him the same way. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, it's another guy who used to get him the same way. And these are all guys are on the top of their game. I can't think of his name, but I'll look it up. Uh, all right, we got about two minutes left. Anything you want to finish up, Deborah? No, it just that? sounds
4: like Mary with our um, Merchant. Merchant rather is being himself. You know, we go back to Mary Weller being himself. Merchant was being himself, May- and like it or don't like it, uh, he's not going to change.
3: Yeah, Mayweather, you say Mary. Mayweather, sorry. I won there. that round. <laughs> I won the Merchant round. Oh, I know. We was keeping still. Okay, yep. let me start keeping yeah, still. So it's one one. <laughs> all right, let's get it. You got. We got two minutes, but we do. We do want to talk about some football, man. I I know you guys watched a lot of the football this weekend. Um, We start off with the the first game was probably the Tampa Bay Buccaneers-Minnesota Vikings. Minnesota Vikings had this game, and we'll briefly go through this, and we'll come back and do some more of this in the uh, second segment because we got about a minute and a half left. But Donovan went to Minnesota, uh, and they had this game. But I think this guy's in Minnesota to die. Yeah, die at his uh, athletic career-wise. It's pretty sad. Yeah, it is because they drafted a first rounder. They had these guys by 17 points. Um, there's a lot of mistakes they made, but it didn't come from the offense. It didn't come from the defense. It came from the defense. Uh-huh. It didn't come from Donald's quarterback position spot. It came from the defense giving up 17 points with about four or five minutes left in the game.
2: Sure, and it, I mean it happened last week with San Diego also. San Diego came back and won that game when they had no business being in it. Right. Um, Tampa Bay, you know, they just pounded the ball. This is how they won last year. They won a bunch of games at the end of the year. They, they raised some eyes, but was Josh Freeman. LeGarrette Blount started to, you know, uh, instill themselves in in you know in the league, and LeGarrette Blount had two big touchdown runs. And, um, yeah, Minnesota's, Minnesota's in trouble. Like so, that franchise is in trouble.
3: All right, well, we're going to go to break, but they've been in both of those games, and teams have come back on them, mm-hmm. so I don't know what uh, the head coach needs to do or the d- coaching staff. But they can't come back. You can't lose two games in the final seconds, week in and a week out. And I think they were at home both weekends.
2: I think they should start the rookie. Oh, really?
3: you know. Yeah, well, they got time for that. Don't give up the season too far. Quamilass with Sports Talk. We'll be back, finish up the uh week two of the NFL scoreboards, and we'll come back in two minutes.
0: Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Sports. internet
3: flagship station for sports voice america sports welcome back to the sports talk alex didn't get his stevie nicks or his stevie wonder. wonder i know you did what, what, what song you want from stevie wonder superstition
2: um boogie on reggae woman if he's got it
3: you don't know about that he, he's too young for that he's please <laughs> please All right, but the Baltimore Ravens, you guys watched this game. What what I took away from this game was the um, emotional drain these guys were on in the second game against the Tennessee Titans because the first game of the season was against Pittsburgh, and you know how those games go. Mm -hmm. Uh, Very physical games, uh, especially what Pittsburgh did to these guys coming out of the playoffs last year. Uh, So they were very emotional about uh, that game coming to this, and they end up winning that game. At the expense of Pittsburgh, still a seven turnovers. Now Baltimore Ravens has aggressive defense. They cause, they make you uh, get turnovers. They call in, they call those, um, cause those plays to happen. Then they go to Tennessee. Matt Hasselbeck throws for 358 yards, one interception, and that interception was tipped, and Terrell Suggs ended up. Palmer
2: last special right there, huh? Hey,
3: <laughs> he was in the right place at the right time. <laughs> he was where he was supposed to be. And Aquaman also knocked people out, and I have to this day, I still haven't stopped knocking people out. Those so you just keep hand. on talking. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Back it up, boy. Round three goes to Quaman. No, but seriously though, the Baltimore Ravens let down. What, what happened to them? I mean, they had three turnovers, but Matt Hasselbeck played well. They booed Chris Johnson. Mm-hmm. You gotta remember that, uh, this guy haven't been in camp. They booed him because he's getting all this money. And the fans are responsible. They are, they are part of him having the contract that he had. So I just think Tennessee Titans came out and played those guys defense to defense and played well. Gave the offense of Tennessee a lot of chances.
2: Yeah, and Kenny Britt's got, he's ballooned his numbers like crazy compared to last year already. He's turning into a prolific wide receiver. Uh, Matt Hasselbeck's got the gun to throw it to him. Um, when Chris Johnson starts to get his groove back, they could actually be a pretty solid team. You know, it, it, it's, um, you wouldn't really think, they're definitely a working man's team. But they could definitely make some noise. I mean, it might take a couple of years, but if Matt Hasselback stays healthy, they definitely. And then the Ravens, it was big-time letdown.
3: Yeah, Johnson had 24 carries for 53 yards. Yeah. Now, 24 carries, he usually have 153 yards. Uh-huh. But you don't to the Baltimore Ravens defense. Yeah. I don't know a lot of running backs that can get those 100 yards on these guys. It just takes time. It's like the Pittsburgh Steelers. The only 100-yard rushers come from uh, Rice that's over in Baltimore. That's the only guy. Every time they play, the last two times, he had 100-plus yards. Yeah.
2: Well,
4: we could bring a human factor into this too. When you talk about a Chris Johnson 53 million, the fans are booing or whatever, and yet he hasn't been going through the practice. You know, he's human. He's got to get that game back. Now, should he have been doing something during that offseason? Maybe so.
3: Yeah, but it, know, it's not little, the same as being with the team. It's not
4: at the same as being yeah. with the team, yeah. And uh, it, with time, he'll come back. Yeah. Uh, for, problem is, for 53 million, fans want it right away. They
3: want it right away? or they want that instant. What yeah. you've you been doing for us, keep doing it. We just gave you fifty-three million dollars. Right. Well, that fifty-three million dollars to Chris Johnson is well deserved, and that's a lot of money. But I'm just if they've given it out to quarterbacks who's not even playing, they're giving out to everybody else who's out there playing. Chris Johnson, Chris Johnson earned that money.
4: Well, he's yeah. got a contract time to earn that money, right. not one game.
3: That yeah. those those four years he played, he earned that money up to this point. Now he got to start playing. Up to the pay now that he has. Um, and go ahead, Alex. Well, see, it's a double edged sword now because he has his money now. Well, so it just depends on if he's going to be
2: motivated or not to do it, especially because their team is still in the lower tier of the league. Who knows if he's who knows if he's going to have that drive anymore?
3: Well, there's a lot of guys like that get paid and then you, they fall off. But if you're an athlete, and we talked about being that, what do you want to remember as a superior athlete, one of those top athletes? Eventually, this guy want to. Be in the Hall of Fame someday. I would think so. Anytime yeah, what's your got, legacy? Right, yeah. his legacy. He wanted to finish that off. You know, they, they can't take that away from you. They can't take Super Bowls away from you. Uh You can spend a lot of money up, but you can't take uh that position in the Hall of Fame away from you. Sure, it's, it's impossible. But he, I think he'd be fine. You, you got to have camp. And there's a lot of injuries going on with the National Football League now, and I think that's all because of. The lockout we had on off season, guys weren't able to get together. Some guys wasn't uh, financially able to get together, so they wouldn't go. Like let's say you in New Orleans and you guys are living in California, they they don't have the First year guys don't have that money to be driving back and forth for the weekend. So you got professional guys like Drew Brees who will pay for some of their guys, but to a man they they don't want another guy right. paying for anything right. that right. you know that they should be able to do themselves. But the lead is how it is. Uh, the lead doesn't set up to you know teaching these guys. There's not enough classes. They started doing classes now, but there's not enough classes to tell these guys, "Here's your millions, here's how to save it, here's how to keep it."
4: Right. Well, and there's, you can have you, you can have all sorts of you know agents that have uh, their concierge services with the financial guys and all that kind of stuff, but it still doesn't take care of the mental aspect of now. You've got all this money that you've never had before, you're trying to keep up as a rookie with the, you know, the veterans who right. are living a, some of them living a certain lifestyle and you know, spending the bucks uh, on watches and cars and all sorts of good things. Good for them. And I love rookie, watches. Yeah, me too. And uh, <laughs> and yet a rookie doesn't know what to do with that money, so they're just trying to fit in the best way they can. Not and sometimes all. spending it all is the way they fit in.
3: Yeah, they're trying to survive. And we talked about professional guys like Drew Brees, find these guys in. But Drew Brees had an outstanding performance. Against the Chicago Bears last weekend, this guy—he's good. He's good. <laughs> he's good. He's good. He's good. I, I want what he—well, I want what he's eating for breakfast. I do have some of what he's eating breakfast. Cause Drew Brees is a national spokesman for Avocare, which I'm an advisor to, mm-hmm. part of the program. So, you guys get on top of that. You, you can you can join my team if you want to. But Drew Brees yes. has. 26 for 37, 270 yards, three touchdowns. That's an outstanding day, and that's a huge bounce back. And he didn't he didn't have too much of a problem last the week before in Green Bay. It was just his receivers let him down. That defense let those guys yeah, down. And then you, yeah, exactly. And then you playing against the uh, Super Bowl champs, Aaron Rodgers. But Drew Brees came out and had another stellar performance against the Chicago Bears. Which Brian Erlach was playing with a heavy heart. He had a death in the family. He ended up coming to Arizona for a few days uh but going back i thought brian arlock would play well because a guy like that you, you don't you don't commit to play unless uh you, you know he, you obviously, feel you
4: can do it yes, yeah and
3: obviously playing with a heavy a heavy heart I, I had a situation like that in 2002 when my mom passed but you know i played nobody and that was a down year too nobody understands that it's like when guys get injured and i'm, I'm gonna get off track for a second but like adrian wilson he had a stomach terror last year and played through the whole season, and they say, "Well, this guy's maybe losing a step." Nobody knew he was playing with a stomach tear from right. week two. So
4: again, it's making assumptions from the inside out right. instead of knowing what these players are going through.
3: Right, uh, and Drew Brees, he's like a uh, Peyton Manning, and we could talk about our top five quarterbacks at some point. But and what I mean by Peyton Manning is that he plays defense from the quarterback position. He puts up enough points, make minimal mistakes, put these guys in position to be up. Uh, these guys were up, let me see, 23 points at third quarter. It was up 23 points. So now, defensively, you can fly off on these guys. You can tee off. You can run anything you want defensively. You can you can put the pressure on that offense, which Jay Cutler ended up fumbling the ball. Especially with that old line that gives up sacks anyways. <laughs> yeah, Jay Cutler was sacked 52 times or 57 times last year. That's yeah. incredible. That's an NFL record. Mike Martz. NFL record. So at that point, when you're up like 23 points. You can blitz these guys, and that's exactly what they did and caused Jay Cutler to fumble.
2: Yeah, but their, their running game is going to be suspect. I mean, it's just... Uh, Forte? It, it, no, uh, the Saints.
3: Oh, yeah. They, well, it, he only had 53 yards, too, I think Yeah, it was. But,
2: but they also have... Um, I mean, Darren Sproles is going to be... He, who, Reggie Bush who? Yeah, exactly. Like, Reggie, this guy is a... he's a. He, there's no cameras around him. All he does, he's 5'6". He's got 0% body fat, and he's faster than anybody on the football field at all times.
3: You can put him at tailback and hide... Yeah, and he had yeah. this guy. This is what they did in San Diego yeah. with this guy. Uh, but, yeah, you see Reggie Bush. They lost Reggie Bush two years ago. It's not like yeah. they lost him last year. Right. This guy was well, he hurt. broke his leg, right? Exactly. Yeah. So uh, this is an upgrade at that position. Oh. So I don't, I don't in the mean, open field, in that offense, he's going to be dangerous. I think he's turned. returned two touchdowns on special teams yeah, well, already. He's, he scored one last week. Yeah, and he yeah. definitely ran one back week one. Alright, the Chicago Bears, we go through this a lot quicker, uh New Orleans Saints, but there's so many stories within the story. Uh then we got uh Deborah here to, uh you know, Deborah, before we get into some other stuff, we gotta get this show going. Um I don't know how we are gonna do it like I don't know how we're gonna do it, but I don't know concept. Like on the couch with Deborah, but I don't want to just eliminate. We got four minutes to break. I don't just going to eliminate you to professional athletes because you do so much outside with the rest All right. Of we you. need
4: and I deal with the whole athlete. Right. So it's uh, you know the play on the field and off the field and what you guys have to deal with uh, that really ends up on the field eventually anyway.
3: Well, you want to do uh, you, the first person you want to put on the couch, which the couch means the uh, studio chair. Let's clear that up right now. (laughs) (laughs) This is not Hollywood where I'm trying to get a role and i got to go on the couch. (laughs) The first place you need to get is Alex. You need to get Alex crazy before he turns into a Larry Merchant.
2: Oh, oh, <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Hey Floyd,
3: hey, hey, come on, come on. <laughs> yeah, now we gotta get that show going. Hey, we get, we'll talk more about that. You know, you go to uh, www.yourclearage.com. check out Deborah Debris. We're gonna talk more on that. Deborah's on the show. Hey, the Arizona Cardinals watching the Redskins. I thought they were watching Redskins, didn't have enough to beat the Cardinals, but the Cardinals have no defense. They can, they, even more so, they don't have an offensive line. You got Deuce Latouille still out. Uh, these guys are not playing at a, as a cohesive unit. Uh, Cobb is taking too many hits. He's taking too many blind shots. He put a lot of money into this guy, gave up a lot on your, for your team, which I, I really believe you had to do because of the situation of last year. We had three quarterbacks. Uh, but, but if this guy keeps taking this hit, we're going to be in a situation where we'll have three more quarterbacks.
4: Yeah, it's like who's up next. Who's up next? Yeah.
3: Rex Grossman beat the Arizona Cardinals. Mm-hmm. But this is a Mike Shanahan offense where he doesn't actually do a whole lot. He has that stretch play, hands off. I thought Tim Hotower played well. Mm-hmm. I was happy to see him win, but I just didn't want it to come to the expense of the Arizona Cardinals. And Helu from, uh, from Nebraska, the rookie, played really well. Yeah. So he had like 120 he all did. purpose yards. Yep. Yeah, he,
2: yeah. But I mean, I think the main problem might have been because in week one, Beanie Wells got the ball 20 times. You know? Mm-hmm. He, got, he carried the ball 14 times last week, and I think 11 of them were in the second half. You need to pound the ball early. That opens up. That opens up that 75-yard touchdown pass to Larry Fitzgerald. Right. Because Beanie was finally getting the running. Half. Right. He was running. He was running down, downwind and he was or downfield and it opens up everything.
3: Yeah, uh, that, that's a guy you got to get a ball to 25 times, right. 25 plus times, and and it opens. He builds. He becomes a better running back when he's had the ball 25 times. So. But, it,
4: and I hate this thing. in in, in any sport, I've heard a golf. You know, football, basketball, whatever, they start out slow, yeah. you know, which is ridiculous. You know, you should start out and play the entire game, have the resilience to play the entire game. Well, you know, if you're not behind the ball, you better be, you know, de-stressing yourself in a way that when you get back in, that you can play at your highest level from right. the minute the whistle blows.
3: Yeah, well, there's a lot more football going on. we got about another minute and a half to a break. But we talked about Cardinals losing that game. It was unfortunate they lost on the road. They did. Uh, they did they're sitting one and one right now, so... We should see what's coming up next for the Arizona Cardinals. The Raiders and the Bills, the Raiders had that game, 35-38. Probably
2: the best game of the weekend, oh, besides Atlanta. and.
3: Yeah, probably. well, I, I would go with what you so, just said yeah. the first time. The Raiders and uh, Buffalo, that was a good game. I yeah. like uh, Fitzpatrick. That guy's he's, he's awesome. I'm glad they didn't go into the draft and draft the quarterback. But they won 38-35. Cleveland Browns, they beat the uh, Indianapolis Colts and Indy. 27-19. I never thought one guy would make a difference to a team than Peyton Manning. Now you could take that one guy, put him on a baseball field, and he can make a difference at bat. With two outs left, ninth inning, he gets on base, gets a run in, or hits a home run. Uh, the Green Bay Packers. That's a game I want to talk about when we come back. Yeah. But they beat, they won 30 to 23 against the Carolina Panthers. I blame a lot of that game on the offensive coordinator for the Carolina Panthers made him throw too much made him throw too much Kwame Lassis Sports Top we'll be back in about 2 minutes
0: we'll Your internet flagship station for sports Voice America Sports
3: Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice of America Sports. Coast to coast Welcome back to the Formula Sports Talk. We are live in the studio with Alex Clancy and Deborah Debris. Yourclearage. Alex, you got a website? We need to be mentioning. Uh, you, do, no. you do another show somewhere though, right?
2: Yeah, I do. You can with, hit you um, up on Facebook.
3: Yeah, you can. Facebook. Uh, yeah, check out Clancy's Corner on YouTube. On YouTube.
2: Yeah, Big Brain Productions.
3: All right. Due to the popularity of the show, especially because I'm up here, uh, not to mention that we added Deborah debris and Alex has gotten better. Get Out
2: of here. With that. Get out of <laughs> here. And Alex with that. has
3: gotten better with the stats, and he's bringing he's bringing some more things to the show. I don't know how long he was going to be here, but due to the popularity of the show, uh, we're expanding to the two hours in the next few weeks. So stay tuned to that. Uh, get ready. The times probably will be. There's a good chance it will be from eight to ten instead of nine to ten every Tuesday. We're working on a spinoff, too. You know how you have a good show, and then it's a spinoff to it? And we talked about this before, how the uh, All in the Family, the Jefferson spinoff, that show. Yeah. It, it, well, we won't have a spinoff with Deborah Debris. On the couch with Deborah Debris. And that's, I don't want to put her in a box, because you can talk to athletes as well. But, yeah. I mean, like I said, there's a lot of people in the general population that's well, going to need you. That's why I say start off with Alex first. We were talking about... <laughs> uh, <laughs> The um, Green Bay Packers and the Carolina Panthers. The Carolina Panthers, uh, uh, Cam Newton, 432 yards. And Alex, you had the numbers on that. But he threw the ball 46 times, mm-hmm. which was a. Uh, it's fine if you can do that and win the football game if you need to do that. But they got two running backs out there that's probably the best two tandems in the league. Uh, so you don't have to throw the ball 42 times. Now you're playing against the Green Bay Packers defense. So the offense coordinator, in my opinion, uh, dropped the ball on this one. He conceded of giving up the run. He gave up the run, thinking he couldn't run against the Green Bay Packers defense. Now, we're talking about Aaron Rodgers and these Super Bowl champs, Green Bay Packers. But still, Cam Newton was in this game the whole time. If he didn't have to pass, I, I know he came out. They get a turnover. He he comes back out where well, that Carolina defense, holds him to three. Now, speaking of that defense in Carolina, the head coach, Rivera, was in Chicago. So he mm-hmm. played against these guys. I think that was an advantage point, or at least can balance that out. They only won by seven points to Green Bay Packers, but... The offensive coordinator for the Carolina Panthers came out and allowed Cam Newton to throw three times, not even making a run. you got to run the ball to keep those linebackers close to the line of scrimmage. Okay. Just to stay honest, you can run the ball 30 times and get three yards, but you're making a commitment to run, and you got those linebackers out there and, and closer to the line. Now you can throw that ball across the middle on, on six routes, and you can throw that ball deep on seven and eight cuts. I just thought... If I'm asking Cam to run, and Alex, you talked about this, just let him go. Let him do what he want to do. Still has to be a scheme, but, yeah, I'm not asking you to sit back in the pocket and throw the ball. I want you to run also.
2: Right, and I mean, pretty much what you just said, 30 times for three yards is what they got. They got 11 carries for 18 yards between Jonathan Stewart and D'Angelo Williams, which is, you know, unacceptable. For those two um, guys, definitely. Yeah, Cam Newton ran for 53 yards and a touch, you know, which is which is fine. Um, I think that they saw what New Orleans did to Green Bay Secondary. And they just said go. Yeah. I mean New Orleans uh Drew Brees cut up that secondary also. So I mean that might be a problem with them later on down the year, but I think Cam Newton is gonna be fine. Right. I mean he's he's going above and beyond what anybody ever thought. He's taking control of that team. That's what I like. like. That's his team, two games in. Yeah. Well that's the yeah. thing, he's really showed himself as a leader, yeah. which is great. I
4: mean as a young guy coming in, you know, this whole thing about rookie quarterback, he's just a great person coming into the league. He's learning, he's growing every week. Um I agree that if he can get to the point that he can play the full game or they allow him to play the full pos- you know his full position he's right. going to be better
3: off in the long run. I wonder when he's going to get that C on his shirt on his jersey. Yeah, it's going to be soon sure. because I think those guys resp- respond to him and, and that's the reason why he come into this uh, this year as the starter. Not a lot of first round first picks just automatically be starters. You're going to eventually get in there because like a Tim Tebow situation the fans going to be right. Pressuring. Bull, pressuring the organization, yeah. uh, pressuring the team, uh, but I, they found a way to put Tebow, Tebow in the game as a receiver. Yeah, exactly. Due to the fact that they lost a lot of receivers too.
2: <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, and also a beautiful, the beautiful thing for Kem Newton also is he can throw the ball 80 yards down the field to Steve Smith, who's still fast and one of the best receivers. He Absolutely. just had nobody the past what three or four years to could even
3: throw him the ball. Right. Uh, I think they need to get a um, one more receiver over there to complement Steve Smith. Mm-hmm. With some sure hands or some durability, because I think that uh, Cam Newton and Steve Smith are going to be a good tandem. Mm-hmm.
2: And the tight ends also. They have that dual tight end there, too. Yeah,
3: and, and they need to use that. They open up the playbook like you guys were talking about and let this guy go. Uh, we talked about the Denver Broncos, Tim Tebow. That's as far as that's going to go. <laughs> uh, the Cowboys, unless you guys have something on
2: No. That.
3: The Cowboys and the 49ers. Gussie game by Tony Romo. I look for every opportunity to bash this guy. If and, he does something, yeah. not just not just because he lost the game or something like that, but usually a loss come from something he's did. But Gussie played by Tony Romo had he has it was it was noted that he had two broken ribs. He has one broken rib and a puncture lung. lung, exactly on the second play of the game. Second play of the game. Uh, this guy, that's that's. That's playing football. That's playing yeah, and football. he had
4: an easy out. I yeah. mean, he could have walked off. He was injured. He certainly had all the excuses that he needed, and he came back and right. he fought to get back in that game. I think there was a, a dual purpose. Now, you know, he wanted to win, and he needed to win for his own internal yeah, self. Right. Yeah. right. Uh, and in the end, everybody won, so it
3: was great. And then you got a rookie cooker, uh, kicker rather, mm-hmm. who
4: you know had the winning kick at the end of the game in overtime, oh, yeah. which is pretty cool too. Yeah,
3: they had 13 points, uh, total and fourth quarter in overtime to 49ers 3. Uh, 49ers putting points on on the second and third quarter, but mm-hmm. uh, I guess the, uh, they ran out of gas with so many people mm-hmm. over there that talented uh, offense they have. And even though Alex Smith, I think Jim Harbaugh did a great job with Alex Smith this year. It probably must have been his mindset because everyone was writing this guy off, including me. I'm like, this guy's mm-hmm. a first rounder. Mm-hmm. He, you've been in the league long enough. Mm-hmm. This is not your first year. You got to be a better quarterback. You got to take. You got to command this team or oh, manage the games. Don't lose games. So the whole, there's a quarterback there when the Baltimore Ravens won the Super Bowl. Uh, what's his name? Ballhead got us on uh, ESPN. No, oh, Trent Duffer. Trent Dilfer. Trent He's terrible, but he didn't lose football games. He just managed right. the games. Put that defense in position to to score, intercept balls, get them to the end zone, mm-hmm. or they they will win games. Six three. Yeah. Those playing
2: games playing to win or playing not to lose. Exactly. And, yeah. and they scored in the Super Bowl by running kicks back. By running kicks back.
3: Yeah. Uh, so uh, Gussie played by uh, Tony Romo beating that beating that Forty team. But well, I think it's going to be okay uh, in the NFC West.
4: Uh, oh, I can hold up his head in the locker room now. So. Oh yeah,
3: no, he had to do that. He had he to do had that to because back. of what he said last week, how he finished last year. Right. I think he didn't have to, he didn't have to come back as, as what we're thinking. But the pressure he put on himself, yeah. I think he talked them doctors into letting them play in sure. because Yeah, absolutely. Because he was in there long enough to get x-rays. And unfortunately, he didn't get MRI, but x-rays. And then afterwards, he got some um, more tests and showed a puncture long. Um, still, outstanding play, gusty play. Those are guys I like. Tony Romo could... Make me start liking him now. <laughs> I just don't, I just hope he don't play next week or the week after that. Let that right, heal up. healed up. up. Cause, yeah. cause Kittner's not a bad quarterback. No. Right. We, we watched Kitten last year. He
2: bailed out, yeah, he bailed him out last year yeah, too. Yeah,
3: we watched him last year do that thing. Alright, the Broncos and Bingos, okay, 24-22, Broncos win that game. Chargers and Patriots. Chargers and pages. Tom Brady's that. so good. He he is yeah, so. Newsflash:
2: He's still he's still <laughs> the best quarterback. Maybe he will be the best quarterback ever if he wins one more <laughs> ring. I think if he wins one more ring, that'll be four. four. That'll be four, uh-huh. and that'll put him in that
3: upper upper echelon. Oh I, yeah, I don't mind putting him in the upper echelon, but the best quarterback ever might be. I'm, well, you got uh He's broken every record. In that one year with Randy Moss fine, that might have been um, that might have been the easy out, but he's thrown Dan Marino don't have a ring, they still got him in the top as a uh, top quarterbacks in the league ever in the history. Fran Tarkenton, he's still one of those guys. I'm a Tom Brady fan because he's so surgical what people you don't even know. Out of control. I'm a, I'm a Brady fan. But you got Terry Brashaw, who's a bozo, has four Super Bowl rings with his defense.
2: Yeah, and he's not the best quarterback ever. Tom Brady will be.
3: Well, that's, a, that's an opinion. <laughs> maybe even, it's
2: a new Maybe it's a new age because i This is who I've watched. Yeah. So you are a guy
3: who will watch? Kobe I didn't watch
2: the Steel Curtain. I didn't watch. You know, I didn't watch all those guys play.
3: Yeah, you one of those guys who will watch Shaquille play in his prime, but never watch Bill Russell or the What yeah. Will Chamberlain guys play the and Ed then boys say,
2: Detroit. Right.
3: And, and then say Shaquille is the best. Bill yeah. Russell is by far the best player of all time,
2: and I will Well, say, I'm just giving my you an example. My pops taught me right.
3: He my taught pops taught right. me right. Oh, <sighs> just <grab> it. <laughs> I'm
2: going
3: to start crushing on this show. I can see it, I can see no, it coming. <laughs> don't do it. Hey, there was a lot of injuries uh in football. And let me go right this. Texas 23, Miami Dolphins 13. Uh Miami Dolphins be looking for a new head coach at by mid season. Uh Eagles lost to the Atlanta Falcons. We'll talk a little bit more on that. 31-35 Vic goes out of concussion. The Rams stunk up uh Monday Night Football losing to the Giants 28-16, but they need some They need a running game. The guy Sam Bradford is good, but you—he went for a record passing yards, three hundred thirty-one yards. He shouldn't have to pass that many, that many yards. Uh, Cadillac wasn't able to get it done against the Giants' defense. Uh, Giants has a lot of injuries, but the uh, you need Steve, you need um, you need uh, Stephen Jackson mm-hmm. to run the ball and balance up that offense. Now that's <clears throat> speaking of Steven Jackson, there's a lot of in- uh, injuries in the football today. Uh, you want to elaborate more on that with these injuries? You got the Kansas City Chiefs lost one of the best running backs in the game. Uh, yeah.
4: My concern on the injuries, well, I've got uh, multiple concerns. But you know, if we look at the injury itself to the player, that's one, you know, one aspect of it. And then we've got the, you know, player that caused the injury, whether intentional or not. Now they've got an emotional and mental aspect to deal with. You got the coaches who. I don't know if they necessarily plan for injury um, as to how you're going to deal with the team, but that's a whole other aspect. But I want to go back to the injured player itself. I mean, I was talking to my orthopedic surgeon yesterday and asked him, because he's dealt with a lot of the uh, NFL guys, as well as uh, pro basketball, baseball, and all that, and I said, "What's the biggest problem that you have whenever you're dealing with an injury with a player?" And he said, "They usually surgery three to four months for recovery, for just the surgery itself." He said, "Then you add another, you know, then you have six months just to get control of the limb, whatever's going on with that particular limb." But he said they always say it's going to take at least a year to get the confidence back, because you need to be able to trust the part that's been injured and trust yourself to be able to play at that high level again.
3: Is that a year for athletes or a year for? That's athletes. Athletes. Well, that's that's what I was asking about well, specifically. Okay.
4: Yeah, because I, I mean I had a discussion with him that I said, you know, I, I know without a fact I can shorten that because not only do we have the opportunity for an athlete to practice without practicing.
3: Who, who is this doctor?
4: He's my surgeon. He's the one, Dr. Ferry, Eamon Ferry. He's going to be doing the surgery on my knee come Monday.
3: We need to talk to him. Full knee replacement. Tell him call in, and if you don't, then uh, we'll talk bad about him. We'll talk about. <laughs> right, Someone so. call in, but he, he can get on. He gets you back on the field a like, lot quicker because I, yeah, he, they used to think microfracture could do that.
4: Right, <laughs> didn't that too? Yeah, in the two thousand seven. But I look at the mental aspect of how you can actually train your brain to practice whenever you can't practice, right. uh, and to de-stress yourself so that you can actually heal quicker. Um, as well as getting that confidence back, using the imagination to imagine with emotion to the point that the brain actually lights up in the exact same way as if you were actually on the field doing the play, which means you get your confidence quicker because your mind and your emotional body is going, oh, yeah, I can do that, oh, yeah, I can do that, over and over again. So when a player comes back, they're ready to rock and roll rather than coming onto the field and having that second-guessing and hesitation.
3: Okay. we will talk more about the injuries, though, uh, I know Alex wanted to get the the uh, Philadelphia game and that big hit that uh, Dante Dante Robinson, Dante yeah. Robinson this had. Is, yeah. Deshaun
2: for, Jackson take two,
3: <laughs> right? Exactly. Deshaun Jackson, then uh, Macklin. Mm-hmm. Uh, when is this guy gonna figure it out, or is this guy just playing football the way they taught him playing football for years? We do. There are a lot of injuries from that, so we can get the doctor call in. I know. Um, Physically, we we want to know what he has to say. Uh, mentally, we're going to stick with Deborah Debris. Uh, we got a show coming up with that coming up somewhere in the near future. But as I said, Kwame is supposed to talk with Alex Lansing and Deborah Debris. will be going to two hours in the near future. We'll be back in about two minutes.
0: Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Yeah!
1: Welcome to Inside the Trenches, everyone—the interactive show that is sweeping across the nation here on Voice America Sports. Simply with your host, 12-year pro football veteran, yes, of course, the voice of America, R. Kell Trula. We're bringing it to you today. Starts at noon, and so does Inside the Trenches, 12 p.m. Pacific. Standard Time, bringing you the ins and out, letting you know what's going on in and around sports and also in and around your neck of the woods. So if you want to be on the show and you want to be a part of the show, simply go to InsideTheTrenches.com and let's make this thing happen for you. The interactive show that is sweeping across the nation. Inside The Trenches, your show.
0: Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice
3: America Sports. Back to the Sports Talk. We are live in Arizona. We got uh <laughs> oh, look at me. Stop oh, looking at me. Baby. Oh, man. <laughs> I need to get some Barry White in here. Hey, welcome back to the show. We uh, have yeah. we have fun. Um Alex, you think uh Harold Joyce at Pre Settlement Solutions is gonna let you get away for two hours so 'Cause we're going two hours sometime in the near future, eight to ten instead of nine to ten. If you need some money, need money, meaning a loan. Call pre settlement solution. And uh, Alex, you want to talk a little bit more about what you're doing over there? Yeah, pre settlement solutions. Real the, quick, don't give them too much air time. Go.
2: In the middle of a court case, <laughs> a pending settlement. Uh, you're injured um, and you need money to tide you over until your case settles. Give us a call. Might be able to help you out. Um, fastest advances in the industry. You can have a check the same day. Um, very cordial, very personable over there.
3: So give us a call. I know he's given uh, at least two athletes that I've know. Uh, some million dollar loans and, you know, some guys. That's, that's one of the things we were talking about because he, um these guys don't have money on all season. Maybe they don't know how to use it. Maybe they're on a one year deal and then they get franchised, but you can't get that franchise money. There's no signing bonus with that franchise money. You can't get that till, uh, next year. Oh, till, I'm sorry, till the season start. So, I know uh, you, that's a pre-settlement solution. Come get your loan, pay it back. What is it, a hundred dollars on the dollar?
2: You know and I'm not in the <laughs> just talk about that.
3: Hey, check, uh, energyforcebands.com. Go out there. I put a trivia on the, uh, fan page. I don't know if you guys saw that or not, but it's a trivia on the fan page. Nobody call in. If you call in with the answer right now on this last segment, 888-346-9144. You can win your chest for an energy band, energy force band. Uh, go check the website out. Okay, what were we talking about? Dante Robinson. We, we were talking about Dante. Yeah, Robson. we were. Yeah, no, we were. were I, was, no, I was shaking he his, shaking head, his head, head about him. About oh, okay. him. Okay. Well, this guy been. He's been fined twice. He's been <sighs> fined uh, fifty thousand last he year. He got appealed to twenty five. And then he got fined forty thousand, which I'm sure he's gonna um, try to get that appeal. That. I don't think it'll happen. So, what do you think about this? Uh, is this is he a dirty corner, or is just the game itself? Is this, or is this is what he has been taught to play? And I don't want to see these hits later on when the seasons over and they promoting football. And he's he's putting those hits up.
2: Yeah. Um it's tough, especially you know, um what's the segment called? Jacked Up? Is that Chris Berman where they show the huge hits? Maybe they don't do exactly. it anymore.
3: Yeah. Maybe they don't do
2: it anymore, but they did that just the biggest hits of the weekend as as a special, which right. kinda which, is counterproductive.
3: Exactly. Yeah.
2: But um no, the first one against Deshaun Stevenson or Deshaun Stevenson, Deshaun Jackson, where they um were both out on the field for minutes and then they had to be pretty much carried off. Um that one was I don't know if it was um I don't know if he can get around doing that because it was just two guys running full force and just happen to hit each other last uh, on Sunday. That was that was a little uh, you know too much, and he should he he will not win that appeal. He's gonna have to pay all forty thousand dollars of that because that's that's how people get hurt. Yeah, especially coming across the middle, it's just not. You don't want to see that happen.
3: Well, it's the same thing with quarterbacks, and we were talking about that. You can't touch the quarterbacks now, but some of that is a judgment call. He, there's no way a guy can stop his hand in mid-L while he's being blocked from right, coming down. When he's in flight. When he's yeah. in flight from coming mm-hmm. down. But there is a way uh, that some defensive backs could eliminate those big hits. Uh, once you, you can still make that powerful, impactful hit if you get a guy two steps. Once he has two steps, then he has a chance to defend himself. Right. So um. I
4: looked at his body language and his facial expression and stuff afterwards. Man, he, he was not apologetic at all. Not
3: at all. Does no, no, Robinson? no. This,
4: oh, yeah. yeah oh, this yeah. was, yeah.
3: This was, was one cool. of
4: those, look at me, aren't I, you know,
2: yeah. I just did my thing. Plus, plus, he was lighting them up. Jeremy Michael was lighting them up the right. whole game. So,
3: And it changed. That hit's going to cost him $40,000. I don't know what they're going to do as far as a team and helping him pay that, but it doesn't come all at once out of his check. They'll take it out week, every week, or every two weeks, however they get paid. Um... But it did change the complexity of the game. These guys end up coming back. Not to mention that Michael Vick went out the game because uh, of the uh, sloppy offensive lineman he had mm. in the way. The, the offensive linemen should lose some weight. They are in the way. Lose some weight and get stronger.
2: You can't blame you can't blame the offensive lineman for that. Did you see the play? Yeah.
3: Not he just tur- yeah I did. He just turned he turned right into. What was he doing that far back? I'm going to let you watch the game. We'll talk maybe, about it later.
2: Maybe he wasn't doing we'll, his job correct. Maybe he wasn't.
3: We'll talk about it on the fan page. Okay. But he is in the way. Um, I, I don't. I just don't like sloppy linemen. He, if you get in the way, get in the way up front. And then this can also take a lot of onus on uh, Andy Reid or these play callings he's mm-hmm. doing sure. as far as putting Michael Vick in his danger. But, oh. you know what, I'm not in their locker room. I'm not in their uh, playbook. But you watch Michael Vick. He did this last week against the St. Louis Rams when they played on the road. Unfortunately, he was able to get away from these guys, but when you got those offensive linemen for the Philadelphia Eagles, who I thought they sure up that line to uh, to be more successful this year and make a run at the Super Bowl, it just doesn't look the same.
4: Well, Michael Vick's trying to shift the way he plays because of everybody yelling at him as far as, you know, stay in the pocket, quit running right. the ball. So he's in the process of doing that, which is going to be messing with his mind, become a little bit, can become a little bit more mechanical, and then he's not being protected like he needs to be. Mm-hmm. So he had the combination of all that, and it's a setup for an injury.
3: As soon as they do that, they're going to start losing more games. I I'm not drafting Peyton Manning to run around the field. Stay in the pocket, do what you do best. Michael Vick, run if you have to run, but he has got better. Is oh. um, going out to run and looking to throw first yeah, instead exactly. of tugging away. Yeah. He has gotten better yeah, at that. He's definitely
2: pulling back and yeah. looking like a real quarterback, throwing, being come, becoming a pocket quarterback. Right. more than, way more than he was before.
3: Alex, Ian, Kennedy get twenty wins. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mariano Rivera. 602 saves yeah he's good yeah I love that yeah I, that was that was yeah. awesome especially for a guy like him
4: and he's so humble ultimate yes. yeah. professional yes yeah.
3: definitely we got four minutes to close so let's talk about some D-backs and Alex you mentioned this. uh oh god King it's King happening again it's happening, it's happening again at the uh, wrong
2: time too coming from San Diego watched it last year San Francisco just creep up and creep up get hotter and hotter as the year uh, comes to a close San Francisco's won eight in a row they're five and a half back with six to play so mm-hmm. Same exact scenario. Um, the run support is diminishing for the pitchers um, in the last six games. Uh, two and th- less than two and a half runs a game. Uh, less than seven hits. That this is what happened at the beginning of the year. This is what. And then when they went on that when they went on that lull, the six uh, six game losing streak. This is what's happening. I mean, they lost to San Diego twice. They lost to the Dodgers once. I mean, these- you can't lose these games. No,
3: not to those teams.
2: Oh, and it looks like right now that they're playing. Just holding on. They're not playing to win anymore. They're holding on.
3: And Deborah, you mentioned this earlier. You plan to not to lose right. instead of to win. Right. Uh, but they, they already played, they've always played the, uh, oh I say San Diego's played them tough when mm-hmm. they're at home. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. This is, these are intense for moments right now because you watch what happened to the, uh, Atlanta Braves. Yep. Now mm-hmm. the Red, then the, uh, St. Louis, uh, Cardinals have a, Two and a half games back. And the
2: same thing with uh, the Red Sox and the Rays. Yeah. The Rays are only two games back. I Red mean, the Sox, Sox is,
3: might not even get in.
2: Well, they, they got to hang on. Yeah. They're two games back. I mean, the Ra- the Rays have had their number. So, And, the, and there's a huge series with the uh, Diamondbacks and the Giants this weekend. So that's really going to be, I mean, that'll be it. That'll be for the division. Right. Yeah, I'll be there Saturday night. So yeah, I'm watching hopefully sound- go on Friday and Saturday. And
3: speaking of being there, what, here's what I... More fans have to go to the game. And I quote, I put quote, fans in quote. They have to go to the game. You want to, don't talk about these guys when they lose if you're not at the game or supporting them, cheering them them. on. If you can go to the game, not everyone can go to those games. You know, ticket prices are high. Uh, Not everyone can go to these games. Uh, But you need to be more at these games um, to support these teams and not just. Uh, the Arizona team, but if you're a fan anywhere else, go to these games and support well, it's them. It's a
4: great family night out. It's you, you can make it relatively inexpensive and just get out there and cheer and scream and holler right. and uh, have a great time, let loose.
3: All right, let's talk a little bit before we get out of here. Definitely uh, the uh, home team uh, fans, the Arizona Cardinals, Diamondbacks. The um, the Mercury won their playoff game 2-1 in Seattle, so they they advanced in the playoffs uh what list we got around here uh, one football. comment College to uh, kind Go of ahead. off
4: track a little bit but uh tonight uh Gallagher's 32nd Street and Baseline come join me I'm going to be down there with Andy Walker on the uh big break that he's a contestant uh in on the Golf Channel and it's a premier party. We're gonna have a DJ down there, uh, DJ Rockwell, happens to be my son. Free drinks. And uh, I don't <laughs> yeah. know if, if you're buying, sure. Okay.
3: They always and, free. I'm uh, buying. Seth
4: c- Joiner's gonna be down there. I'm sure Kwame's gonna join me down there, um, and Alex, and we're gonna party down.
3: Okay. Yeah. Also, since we uh, I got the uh, NFL alumni. We having a meeting at the uh, Wild Horse Pass on the 24th. I want to say 1.30 to 3.30 or 12.30 to 3.30. Come on down there. All the, uh, NFL veterans, all the NFL alumni, we have a, we have to talk about this realignment in Arizona. We got to talk about some things that's awarded to us. We got the, uh, NFL uh, spokeswoman coming out to speak about the CBA, what happened during the CBA, but come down to Wild Horse Pass on the 24th of this month. We only got a minute left, uh, or check my fan page. I'll put more about that, up. On that uh, fan page but More about the NFL alumni And the realignment In Arizona Justin Verlander Cy Young winner Here He has 24-25 wins He's the winner Any last words Before we get out of here
2: I might be One of the only people In America That's happy about The super uh, College football co- the Super conferences For football Little lead to a playoff And hopefully the BCS Will be um, Deceased Okay,
3: okay We're going to talk soon. about that Next show But that's a good That's a good topic To bring up We'll talk about that Because it's all about money Deborah.
4: Yeah, I agree. It's all about money and football. My concern goes back to the athlete is who's going to prepare these guys for uh what they're getting themselves into yeah. as far as the
3: athletes are concerned. We'll talk about the whole aspect of that super conference, not just about the money, but uh how you're recruiting these kids as well. So uh zoom in, zone into that. Hey, this is Kwame lot Sports Talk. Thanks for listening. Don't forget, we're going to two hours in the near future from 8 to 10. Alex would be probably an hour of the show. I'll be over three hours. Okay, here we go. We'll see you guys next week. Check out the fan page. Hey, happy birthday, Mo.
2: Thanks
0: for tuning in this week. Come back next Tuesday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time, for another edition of Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network.